millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, um, we had a chat about various things. Uh, at one point, a guest didn't turn up, so we had a bit more of the chat mm. than we were expecting. That's but, right. Uh, usually, Andy found some crackpot stories in his notes, <laughs> or some of them anyway. Yeah, couldn't find it. Um, I actually think we'll need to put the payoff in for the listeners. Oh, yeah, we've got to put the payoff in, otherwise so, it'll be uh, frustrating. We won't, we won't put the ad break in. We won't put you through that. <laughs> so, um, and Ali Ross was here. Ali had just spent a week travelling, watching the uh, Scotland national football team with the Tartan Army. And although he enjoyed the trip, the football itself um, was not that edifying. And uh, he gave it to a few of the Scotland players who didn't turn out for those. Uh, for that yeah, strong stuff oh, from Ali. He went for it. So uh, hope you enjoyed that. He was on good form. And here it all is. <laughs> Tremendous performance because when they went one nil down, it looked a little bit dicey, didn't it? For about ten minutes, yeah. they sort of rocked a bit. But do you know what they didn't do? They didn't do the sort of thing they've done in the past. They didn't panic. They didn't look panicked. They played effectively the way they've been playing before, and they played their way back in. Remember the old days mm. when we were behind? That desperation—you could smell the desperation mm. and and the pressure on the players. You know, Iceland, for example, is a pretty good yeah, example no, of that. Isn't it? No, no, it was a, it was a good performance, and uh, Barkley more than decent, two goals and assist, and yeah, on corner duty and free kick duty, something he never gets to do for Chelsea, and uh, so that's annoying. And then uh, Hudson Odoi was absolutely brilliant, and you just think, why would you keep picking William and Pedro ahead of this bloke? What are you seeing, sorry? What are you seeing in training? Yeah. He was your best player in pre-season. He's been great all season when he's come on, when he's trained with you. Why do you keep picking these two blokes who are 31? I mean, all right, the defending for the first goal wasn't great, but that's what you get with young players. Yeah. And how's he going to get better if you don't keep playing him? Honestly, I'm sick of this bloke. Christensen, another fine young player, saying, we've been told we can't leave, but I'm not happy. He's played three games this season. Yeah. Rotate. And he is a good player, yeah. You know, Chelsea play a lot of football. Rotate. Let everybody play. You know, honestly. this You do sense, though, on Friday. I've had enough of this bloke. When you have the press conference before your Cardiff game of the weekend, he probably will double down because the questions will come in, what about Hudson Adoy? I already know he's not going to start on Sunday. I can tell you that right now. He's not going to start on Sunday. I wouldn't be surprised if Barkley doesn't start either. You were funny last night. Well, I just said, I just said, I'm really enjoying. I said, I said to you at half time, I'm really enjoying watching Barkley. I just hope Gareth doesn't bring on Kovacic too early, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because he was playing so well. But it's just true, isn't it? It's really. If I was Chelsea now, I, I would. If if they get, I, I'm 
look, nobody really wants a transfer ban, but it might not be the worst thing. And I'd held Hudson-Odoi to his contract, even if you risk letting him go for nothing a year later, and just start him and Loftus-Cheek in the Premier League under a different manager. Let them play. Especially, you know, I think they'll, they won't let Chelsea down. It's... it's Frustrating to see somebody play so well for England, yeah. and know that on Saturday, on Sunday against Cardiff, he'd probably be on the bench, you get ten minutes mm. as usual. You know, it's. I thought Declan Rice played well last night. He did, yeah. He was very yeah, neat and tidy, wasn't yeah, he? he did the, a lot of good uh, somebody work. who is struggling, and I'm feeling for him because you can't. Yeah, Deli Ali. Deli Ali is trying so hard to get into games, but you know, I see a lot of him and. This season, generally, I know he's been out for a while, but this season, generally, he's just been a little bit off. He's off the pace. Nothing comes off. Those little flicks, nothing's really coming off for him. Nah. And he doesn't influence games, and he's trying so hard, but the games are just generally passing him by. He's a kind of peripheral figure, but he's working so hard to get in the matches. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't, it didn't happen for him last been, I think, yeah. I think that is a little bit of England hangover. I definitely do. I can't think, well, he's, he's looked a bit jaded this season, yeah. generally, apart from a few... He's got class, moments. you know, he'll come yeah, back. He will, you know. he will come good, but I, I did feel for And him Sterling, last I mean, I, I thought to myself, he, it's assist for the third and fourth guy. I thought even when he doesn't score, he offers so much, and then he yeah. did score. <laughs> yeah, and then, he, and then he did score, yeah. They were, yeah. were well-worked goals, weren't they? As I said, we used to so often get used to England sides going behind, panicking, and just running out of ideas so quickly. How often would you see a ball played across the back for three square passes and a kind of chip into the channel that would normally run out or run to their goalkeeper? We just don't... No, no, good they, players they did that. Play Great players yeah, were part of, of that. Did, Blokes they, who were brilliant yeah. at club level, as soon as they put on an England shirt... There was this kind of paralysis and, mm. and this predictability, but we're not seeing it now, which is great. I thought Kane's been good in these two games as well. A lot of leadership, yeah. a lot of good plays. So. Yeah, yeah, pretty selfless. I mean, like Wrighty was saying last night, that he would have been desperate for a goal. And uh, and again, that was that was really well worked, wasn't it, by the three of them? It was cracking. They turned the ball over very well and moved quickly. So, but The story preoccupying the Daily Star today, you know, I'm sure we all need to worry about this, is the evasion of the killer hornets. I've That's seen that film. Yet. It's really good. Is it? I saw it in 3D. <laughs> Invasion of the Killer Hornets. Hordes of ferocious it's killer hornets. Watford, is it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. A set to, all Rochdale. A set to invade Britain as temperatures soar. Yeah. And, uh, and then in their editorial, they said, we would never scaremonger or discourage people you think, from heading outside. Of course you're scaremonger. You do it every day. Yeah. <laughs> killer this, killer that, killer spiders, sharks, scorpions, you name it. Yeah. Anyway, I don't think there are going to be any killer hornets. But if there are... Well, if you Watch get to, and when I when I give your <laughs> eulogy, and then we look back to that day in March when Andy said, "I don't think there are any killer hornets." <laughs> exactly. And then when, of course, he was walking back down Chiswick High Road, and the swarm took him. <laughs> but we remember him in uh, happier times when he wasn't uh, covered in lumps. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very much. So, so. anyway, I want to hear from you this afternoon as well because a kind of phenomenon of social media, especially Twitter is where people with very similar names to f famous people suddenly find themselves inundated with messages they neither wanted nor deserved. Mm. And it's actually um, kind of sparked off some friendships. Our old friend Melinda Farrell from uh, Crick Info mm. uh, alerted us to a story today involving well, a guy We mentioned called, Steve Smith We yesterday. did, Steve Smith. Mm. It's just a bloke, an Australian bloke called Steve Smith. Mm. And he's been getting pelters about ball tampering and now his return and now we're going to do him in the ashes. Uh, no, I think it's simple. If you tweet somebody thinking they're somebody else famous... Because you, you haven't put the work in. Because you, you haven't bothered there. to even look at their avatar. You should be, A, banned from Twitter and have all your computers seized and never be allowed online ever Ta again. Touch over the top. No, I think that's fair enough. But he's, Steve has got a new friend uh, on social media. It's a guy called Josh Butler. 
Uh, only one T in Butler, and he's not a Josh, he's a Josh Butler. And uh, poor old Josh was uh, inundated with stuff yesterday from people slagging him off and others supporting him for being man-cadded in the IPL. So uh, Steve got in touch and said, I feel your pain, and they've become chums. He said, it's the friends you make along the way by having a similar name to someone famous. <laughs> so if you've found yourself, for some unknown reason, get maybe positive stuff. People saying to you, oh, I love your new album, when you're a plumber in our broth. Uh, or uh, people slaughtering you for something you clearly haven't that done. seal the plumber in our broth? The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Tartan Army foot soldier, son, uh, TV columnist. It is Ali Ross. Hi, Ali. Lovely to see you. And thanks for keeping my spirits up. Yeah, we, did, we did our best. You did um, your bit. Um, yeah. Andy Robertson, the, the skipper, has said today, Scotland are rock bottom at the moment, but we must stick together. Billy Dodd said the other day, there's a toxic atmosphere around Scottish football. I mean, you've gone on the road a lot with Scotland. So yeah. do you think that's fair? Um I've known it just as bad as that, to be honest. <laughs> um, if you, anywhere east you travel, we're not going to win. It just it just doesn't happen. <laughs> they, they try to keep on the UK clock, and the results speak for themselves. Um, it, yeah, it wasn't great. When you've paid one pound to see a game and people are chanting, we want our money back, <laughs> never a good sign. Not really. No. So the... Uh, maybe we should start with Kazakhstan. I mean, we watched that in in the studio. We knew you were off there. We knew you were there, of course. But mm. I mean, that was that was <laughs> a was complete r- shock, wasn't it? Rubbish. Yeah. Um, I'd I'd had expected to lose that game. Really? For some of the reasons I mm. just mm. um, I, I have the text messages to verify yeah. this as well, telling people to stick some money on two or three now. Really? Um, well, there's something very wrong, and when players just aren't turning up like that yeah and they're giving really lame excuses and getting indignant in the press and let's let's be honest Alex McLeish is not the bad guy the players who didn't turn up nor is Graham Shinney the bad guy he's taking the rap for this Mm. the players who cannot be bothered turning up to play for Scotland I've got no words of contempt no it's poor strong enough Mm. and there's players who've retired McGregor MacArthur Fletcher doesn't turn up uh, Ryan Fraser doesn't turn up he gives the excuse that he doesn't want to get injured on a plastic pitch I, well, I didn't want to get food poisoning out in Kazakhstan but I was still there <laughs> didn't Ryan Fraser, first time either. Ryan Fraser yeah. played on Sunday didn't he oh, he turned up for that it's yeah. too late by now though isn't yeah, it see. Yeah. the damage has been done hmm. um, what's what Marino it? like I'm quite interested to know it's lovely yeah. is it? go up the mountain there's a cable car and everything <laughs> we got a wee bit lost and some woman just appeared. She must have word must have gone out. There's five mm. guys in kilts lost on the mountain, and suddenly this minivan turns up. And she says, "I think you want a lift to the historic centre." She says, oh, yeah, jump in. <laughs> About twenty five minutes later, we're still driving, winding our way around this mountain. But it's well worth it to go up there. You'll probably find yourself on San Marino telly as part of the San um, Marino yeah. Mountain Rescue. Yeah, most, you, most now of with them Michael Burke. They're yeah. Michael Burke as the presenter. And we met the guy who suddenly from the mist. Five men, in, <laughs> five men in skirts were spotted, <laughs> <laughs> holding cans so. of something called tenants. A far away look in their yeah. eyes. So, so San Marino, you, you got the result, but I mean, you say got the early goal, but then couldn't build, and it got very nervy. What was the atmosphere like amongst the, the Scotland fans in that match? I, well, it, it was more relaxed than you think because it was the first fixture that's ruined the group for us. Hmm. So whatever happened uh, wasn't going to restore... It, it wasn't the damage help that us. was done yeah, in the first exactly. 
I mean, there were even guys saying it would be game, can you? It would be tough. Group. It would be quite funny yeah, if they lost here. You know, it would be. A, there's a cachet now. If you were in Kazakhstan, we're already calling ourselves the Six Hundred. <laughs> it's, like, it's like being a vegan. We will tell you we were there. <laughs> is it? So it's not your worst. Is it? Is it the worst performance or the worst result? Or is it? Does it fit any of the worst categories? It's the worst result, certainly. Yeah. yeah. Slovakia when we lost 3-0 away I remember that being pretty bad and Macedonia when we agreed to play them in September when it was 100 degrees in the shade that that wasn't the brightest thing we've done either hmm. uh, they were all pretty bad but in terms of result that is the worst do you in, think, in, in ranking terms that is by yeah. far the worst do you think it's interesting you you blaming some of those players that, that didn't turn out that, that was the kind of talk when you're having a beer after the game or around the game that was what the, oh yeah the, hundred, the, the fans have huge resentment all those players and I named some of them just then yeah Thanks a bunch, guys. Is there a you way you keep turning up? Yeah. Is, I, yeah. Is there a I, way back for those players? If, if, if they, they had the commitment play. of the fans, yeah. this, uh, the love of my life is Scotland and the football team, and I just wish all the players had that, because mm. then you wouldn't see any no-shows from them. If these guys wanted to come back, uh, what would the feeling be? Is it too late well, for that now? Well, they, they can come back, yeah. I mean, everyone has the chance of redemption, mm. but it's soured the way... Uh, all of us think about the likes of Ryan Fraser. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a shame because I think he's a... I, he's a cracking like player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to like him, but when yeah. you see, you're worried about getting injured. Thanks a bunch. I, you know, on the other hand, I don't think internationals should be played on artificial surfaces. No, but, but there's the, a yeah. lot... But there's better players than him who are turning. Scott mm, McTominay yeah. is there, who's streets ahead of all of them uh, in terms of footballing. Yeah. No, you should what, play anyway. What about, Ali, what about the SFA? Because they took some clog from the fans. I mean, yeah. you said you know, nobody's really blaming uh, the McLeish for Deservedly this. so. Well, mm. you could, you know, getting rid of the manager isn't going to solve the problems of Scottish football, which are vast. Mm. Uh, it needs root and branch and all the other cliches to solve this problem if you're losing to Kazakhstan. Uh, and just making the manager the fall guy uh, isn't, isn't going to make great players overnight. What would you like to see the SFA do then? Oh, crikey. Well, for a start, stop trying to play in the winter. That's just ridiculous. Mm. Any country on a, the same sort of latitude as Scotland just wouldn't dream of playing in, in January, February, December. It's insanity to try and try and. So do that, that fundamental, a real change yeah, in yeah, the calendar. Yeah, mm. Mm. yeah wow. And around the Scotland team, the job they do around, around the actual Scotland international side, where do you think they come up short there? You, you got a lot of the players uh, who can't even do the basics can't trap the ball can't receive or give a pass uh, even man marking seemed beyond them in, in Kazakhstan I don't know what they're coaching them up there but everyone turned around and as soon as Scott McTominay who let's face it has been brought up in England mm. and we're very lucky to have him came on and could hit a pass 40-50 yards it just changed the whole dynamic of it so you just need to look at the success England's having with its youth academies yeah, uh, and think, well, there's your model for who's getting it right. So you, obviously mm. your your fandom was built on watching all these play, players that came out of Scottish football, and there are still some, but but now you think the, the best players are the ones that, that come out of English football. It's certainly looking that way. Mm. My love of football is really weird and regional. I don't actually watch a lot of English football. If you gave me the choice of seeing St Mirren play or Manchester United, I'd take St Mirren. Yeah. That's, that's a bit cranky, I know. But, 
that is just the way <laughs> it is. Even though Scott McTominay could be playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God knows yeah. I love him. But <clears throat> <clears throat> what about I've got more bad news yeah, for Scottish sport, though. The uh, Cape Wraith <clears throat> Challenge in the Scottish Highlands has lost yeah. its status as a road marathon because of the number of potholes on the route. Well, we've well, only let's got put it all in perspective <laughs> for you. Okay, isn't it? Yeah. Too much, too much perspective, as they say in Spinal Tap. <laughs> Hit me with that. It's twenty to two. <laughs> <and> <laughs> oh. But you're—I mean, the thing is, it's you had a great time. But we said, "Do you have a great time?" He said, "Oh yeah." I said, "Apart from the football." Oh, he said, the, "Oh yeah." Of it's course. the time. You know, apart oh, from the fact that that's I'm, often the case. I'm then. emotionally committed to it. It is the best time of your life. Yeah. Uh, I saw a Creedence Clearwater Revival tribute act. <laughs> The night before the game in Rimini, and I wouldn't have swapped that for the world. <laughs> I might have been sending you some lively text messages at some point as well, Paul. Yeah. But, you know, it's the only place you can go as a 51-year-old guy and behave like a 22-year-old and get away with it. Uh, do you ever get people saying, that's it for me, Ali, I won't see you again, I've had enough of this? Do you get, do you I, get many drivers? I've myself saying that yeah. as well. No, <laughs> but just no, when you think you're out, like, pull you back in again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as far as we were going to say, it was... Right, we're probably not going to go to Belgium now. Right. Uh, because I've been to Belgium twice to see Scotland play, and I've seen, still not seen them have a shot on target. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I'll probably be there. That's the thing. It's a nice yeah. place to go. Where, where are the other uh, delights you've got on the on the agenda then in this got, qualifying? We've got Cyprus in November. Oh, that's a nice trip. That's, that's a nice trip. trip. Yeah. Russia, but we think they take the Diddy teams like us out on the road so we could end up in Vladivostok or oh, okay. Tomsk or one of the other Wombles try and make sure it's not Kaliningrad although if you do go we know a very nice hotel colleague Oliver Harvey can recommend it because he was in the same hotel <laughs> yeah, as us oh my word yeah, the well, Navigator it's, uh, it's, okay. it's, I think it's under the world's 50th best hotels isn't it I think so well, I always like to know about the food though I mean what, what did you eat food? in, well, in I, Kazakhstan anything decent no, I'm, I'm, I'm celiac so I have to tread very carefully so I, there wasn't a lot of eating but I, just after we spoke to you we went to a bar called Soho and they're very blunt people the Kazakhstanis yeah. and we are literally the only people in this bar there's a seven piece band doing Sade numbers <laughs> there's, we've got a barman each and then the manager of the band comes up where we put ourselves front and centre obviously and said would you mind moving you're putting the band off <laughs> that's no need for that no, is no, there? but they're blonde I kind of like that about them I said we mentioned when we spoke to you last week when you were in Kazakhstan because it was Zur Sultan isn't it because it changed its name from Astana while you were there history was made in but, so many ways um, the, the, the you sent me a picture of yourself in this Irish bar so there's always an Irish bar you said we found one we're going there later and there was a few blokes in kilts and your good self sitting around and it looked it looked a bit grim <laughs> and above the bar it just said in huge letters there's rock and roll, but there was no evidence of anybody rocking or indeed no, rolling. That was yeah. a, it was a bar called Harats, right? And it, it, it was it was the last chopper out of Saigon <laughs> stuff. That one. <laughs> and Tom the DJ was putting on a record by Talk Talk for as a tribute. And, oh, nice, yeah. yeah people, no, only Scottish stuff here, pal. Come on, really? Yeah. So what, what goes? Uh, what's the what is the Scottish uh, Tartan Army Spotify playlist? Is it? Um, it's very limited. Yeah, it's 500 miles, it's yeah. the Bay City Roars, it's Donald Wears Your Trousers. It's, That's a bit, it's the sort of thing, if we were choosing one, you'd accuse us of being a bit racist if we did that, I yeah, think. it would be. That's yeah. <laughs> well, you can do it, but we, we can't. Can it. no, that's that's yeah. the way it is. Yeah, I have a dream, all that nonsense. I, 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 <laughs> I, I just heard it too much. Yeah. Um, you, you, start, you turn on your heels as soon as, as soon as, but there's supply and demand, Paul. 
you know, yeah. has to go on for some of the guys. Well, look, we, we, we admire you. I think we'd love to see Scotland oh, yeah. back in a tournament because I think you you, you would enrich it, you, the, the Tartan Army. Oh. It would be fantastic. Yeah, yeah. They've got a few chances, haven't they, in this particular oh, tournament? Oh, we've got the backstop position. You have, yeah. of course you have, yeah. yeah. That's right, you've got the... Uh, there. The, the, so the against Finland and Serbia, it's looking like. I yeah, think. so that's good. So but I mean, enjoy, enjoy the ride knowing you've got, your money's safe, as Jim would have said all those years ago. My you know, money you just could... vanished last <laughs> week. <laughs> and would you recommend either of these? But would you reckon, San Marino, you say yes, go there and check it out? I, well, we stayed in Rimini, which is yeah. absolutely fantastic. Oh, yeah, I had a hell of a time. Holiday. It's a nice holiday place, isn't it? Kazakhstan is Dubai with snow, so okay. if that floats your boat, then by all means. <laughs> but I ain't heading back in a hurry. No, no. And you, you've, you, Colin should be out today, but you've had a week. So you're back next Tuesday? Back next Tuesday, yeah. Okay, have you got anybody in your sights? I mean, well, of course, uh, uh, Line of Duty is back on Sunday back. night. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And we have high hopes, yeah. don't we? Yeah. Fingers crossed for that one. Fantastic. Should be good. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll look forward to that. Ali, lovely to see you. Hi, it's lovely Thank you for popping in. There we are. Ali Ross there, uh, Sun TV columnist. Colin returns next Tuesday morning. And he, he, he'll be there. He'll be in Belgium putting mayonnaise on his chips. He, he, he can't <laughs> leave it alone now. <laughs> Definitely not. Cheers, Ali. Thank you. Thank you. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewellery. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Now, Man City, I don't yeah. know if you've seen this, they've released a limited edition mashup kit that pays homage oh, yeah. to some of their best love shirts over the past six years. It's, it's a, a weird of, kit, isn't it? Of course, it's a bit of a weird kit, but honestly, the re- this bit is the bit that gets me. The designer shocked some fans who've called it revolting, a dog's dinner, terrible, and the worst kit ever seen. You don't have to buy it. Yeah, you really it's don't. Really, it's yeah. not compulsory. It's not compulsory. That's very true. I'm sure there'll be other alternative kits if you do want to buy them. I think it's quite nice. I mean, you know, in, in, for what it represents, which is mm. you know the past few years of 
Man City being pretty decent. Mm. And uh, talking of colours, though, did you see this feature? <laughs> there was, they often do these sort of features in uh, in the papers. It's basically a kind of what colour yeah. clothes you choose, what they what it says about you. Oh, yeah. So, for example, Rita Ora likes pink. Does she really? Yeah, that's because she's insecure and she's fun, <clears throat> kind and generous, but relies on others for reassurance. We're both sitting here uh, resplendent in navy, Andy, yeah, today. Navy. Um, oh, well, Holly Willoughby, she wears blue. Uh, that what does that mean? It, it shows a truly independent spirit. Okay, you're trustworthy, loyal, and a great communicator. Well, a lot of people would say that. Mm. And you have quiet confidence about your abilities. You're okay. also a dependable friend for whom people can call upon for advice. I mean, generally, I'm not just talking about the, the Holly's description there, but generally, as, as what a load of old rubbish. Oh, absolutely. Don't you think? Of course. Who's been responsible for that? Should uh, there be a work? Colour counsellor Jules Standish. Okay, yeah. He yeah. makes a living out of this, but well done to him. Yeah, well done, Jules. No, or no, her, indeed. Or no, her, yeah, who knows? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Princess Anne was in Torquay yesterday. Was she? Did you see that? Was she really? Yeah, I just thought I'd tell the producer. She, opening, new signing. Opening something. Gary, Gary Johnson saying, yeah, you know, we've had a look and... Uh, Anne's going to come in and uh, she'll do a few sessions with the boys and she won't be on the playing staff. It's mainly as a coaching role. <laughs> Fantastic, Definitely it? a coaching yeah. role. Yeah. And talking of Rita Ora... What was she doing there, by the way? Oh, do you really want to know? She yeah. was uh, something worthy, actually. Was it Hold really? On. Do you want to just uh, having a doubt at the seaside? She opened the Burton Academy, South Parks Road, Torquay, and subsequently opened the new facilities at Brunel Academy, 170B Torquay Road, Paynton. Yeah, I wish I'd asked now. Well, you did. <laughs> that's <laughs> why I tried to... That would teach that's me. That's why I shortened interested. it. And, um... Yeah. I like to edit these things. And, uh, Rita Ora, she's... Uh, oh, she's back, is she? She's she, back, yeah. She wears a lot of pink, you know, because oh, she's yeah. quite insecure about no, no, outgoing she wasn't and friendly. Wearing, she wasn't wearing pink yesterday. She okay. was wearing a triple denim look with oh, these okay. very, very... Triple odd. denim? I thought that's... Yeah. That's, that's a fairly heinous crime, well, Yeah, because it? she had a denim shirt, denim skirt, and then denim boots. Although wow. they look like denim cricket pads. They, they really are quite <laughs> odd. Do, she plays for the yeah. denim daredevils. <laughs> <laughs> what a team they are. Quite like that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, very good. And, uh, yeah. What else have we got? Oh, yeah, this is interesting. Mm. Only probably to us rather than the listeners, but BBC presenters. Yeah. So producers. don't worry about you lot. No. This is apparently going to be interesting to me and nobody else. <laughs> well, so it is. Welcome. Because you are very we're, good at this. We're, we're very inclusive here on the show, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Keep up or clear off, apparently, is Andy's mantra. Well, that is my mantra. Yeah. But presenters and producers at the BBC have been advised not to read authors' books when they come in to save time. Really? Whereas I know you like to either read the form book or certainly give it a good going through. Well, we've through. got an author coming in. If I, if I knew absolutely nothing about it, yeah. if, I just, if I just sat there... I tend to rely on you for these yeah, matters. Yeah, I know you do, but, yeah. you know, I, 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 feel I, have a, I feel I have a duty. Well, I know. But yeah. there you go. That's a sort of new edict from the BBC, which seems a bit... OK, well, me, I'm, really, I'm, yeah. you know, thankfully I'm, I'm, I'm here and to talk sports. So I'll, I'll read away. A-Rod, who we spoke to, Alex Rodriguez, the mm. famous baseball player... Yeah, and, not the uh, plumber. No, he's well, he could be a eh, rods. <laughs> well, that's, that's a good name for a plumber, isn't <laughs> it? Would it? Be if, you got, a, if you're backed up, yeah, open it, a yeah. rods. And uh, apparently, uh, a playboy, a playboy model, Zoe Gregory, oh, yeah. has alleged that the baseball star bombarded her with. Uh, this is just before he got engaged to uh, J Lo. Yeah, so uh, bombarded her with sleazy text and sent a picture of his, you know. Private parts, I oh, suppose. Okay, okay. Well. Thank you very this much. This is what she claimed, is it? I've never... I, I, this is something you hear quite a lot from sports people do this yeah. to. And you think, has this ever 
in the history of going out with people ever worked? I, yeah. I, I wouldn't think well, it had. We can we can we can relay a story. We've yeah. we told it a few years ago. We knew someone whose daughter was at an event. And there was a footballer there, a mm. top uh, line Premier League professional footballer, and he he got chatting to her, and the, and they got on they got on rather well. Yeah, he gave she, her, she gave him she, his number. She liked him. Uh, he mm. liked her, and so she took his number and said, "Yeah, it'd be nice to kind of you know spend some time with him." Mm. And then she he left this dude. She was at she sat there eating her pudding. And suddenly the, the picture comes through on her phone. Mm. And it's this footballer's... It's his abs. I mean, well, it could have been worse. It, well, at least it, it was, was his it was his abs. But he just wanted to... So she, it put her right off, she said. Well, of course she, it would. You know, you're sitting there roly-poly pudding and custard at a black tie event. <laughs> and then suddenly, there it is. Um, I, I don't think it's a good idea, really. footballer's uh, <laughs> midriff. I can't think it's ever going to work, really. But Well, not if you send a picture of yours, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> what, my... I'll send, my, I'll send my you a picture of that ball. cannonball to someone. <laughs> 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 it would be a great idea. I don't know what they'd make of it, yeah. And, uh, they'd congrats. think it was a... I think it was some kind of massive... Anyway, that's not the one. No, that, no. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations, he's just got engaged. Who has? Um, Boris Bora Bilowitsky. Oh, is he really? Marr. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great name, What does he do, it? this fella? I had no idea. He's got engaged to... Um... Would you mind have no idea? Well, I, I don't know more of it Boris than Bora Bilowitsky is. How I just like the name. How did you find out he got engaged, then? Well, it's in the Times. Oh, OK. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like an announcement. It was an announcement by the... Bora Bilowitsky family. Who's uh, who's he marrying? Not Frida Bilowitsky, <laughs> is he? No. Uh, no, normal name really. Okay. Uh, Jenna Hartley. Okay, beautiful. Yeah. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, well, it's a nice <laughs> they've you. got. They got it in the yeah. Times. They paid for that as an announcement. They well, got a free no, one on they got Talk a free Sport. One on talk although not necessarily in the na the nature of which they they would have been particularly happy with. I wouldn't think they won't be playing this at the at the uh, reception. Dress a pay bar. I work on the basis that everybody. In the, in the Times, who announces their wedding doesn't have a pay bar no, at the wedding. No, I and, and doesn't you know, only invite people to the bit in the evening. Yeah, make sure you turn up. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't. No one at the that particular wedding is, would say, make sure you're there before 10, otherwise you're buying your own drinks. I don't yeah. think so. No. Uh, do you want to hear about Ben Affleck? Uh, well, it depends what he's done. He, he has, hasn't sent pictures of himself <laughs> no. to people, has he? He has Dunkin' Donuts every day, apparently. Yeah. Who's Duncan Donuts? <laughs> Duncan. Oh, yeah. Not Duncan. Yeah. <laughs> this is great news yeah, for you. It'd be good to open your own shop. If you want to call Duncan something, you open your own donut shop. Yeah, it would Duncan be, yeah. Donuts. Yeah, you might get sued. I, well, I think they wouldn't Lake be happy Norian about it. They would be up in arms, wouldn't they? They wouldn't be happy about yeah. it. He says that he feels like a promoter for the brand as he goes there all the time in Los Angeles. He says, it's amazing. Not really. I have Dunkin' Donuts every day. Yeah. It's very weird. People are, are like, where is that? Is that near here? What are you talking about, mate? It's all over America. One every like, five yards. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I couldn't quite understand Ben's thinking there. Yeah, the uh, I, I don't. I think even the people that that make them would probably not advise you to eat that many of them. You know, it's just, uh, you know really, things in moderation. No, it, really? I'd say so. Really. Well, thank you, Andy. That that was a, a little minor tour of my new show, wasn't a it? Minor really? yeah, a, a minor tour. Yeah, a minor. There was a little. That was, yeah, there was a little minor tour. <laughs> want to see thing. one of those? Yeah. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. I was sad to read about uh, John Waters retiring. It's always a player. Yeah. Yeah, not, he's never played for a club I supported, but I always thought he was full of endeavour when he whole played for hearted. Ireland. Whole, absolutely one of those, one of those players. You know, yeah, really always enjoyed always, watching him play. You could always so count on it. Wish him well in his retirement. Yeah, definitely. yeah. Well, he's, he did, he's been on with Jim, he's done some media, and I think mm. he's done a bit of telly, so that, whether that's the route he wants to go down or wants to coach, but yeah, I, I echo that, Andy. Good luck. Good luck to him. Now, someone else we may be speaking to at some stage is uh, a man who's riding a penny farthing from Land's End to John O'Groats. Mm. How long do you think that would take? A penny well, farthing. I would have said about Groats. three weeks. Well, he's, he's going to try and do it in five days. I think it, it, it's I, very optimistic. It, it, 
So Bradley would struggle to do that. <laughs> How's he going to do that in five days? 167 miles a day, John yeah. has just whispered in my ear. That's impressive. For no reason whatsoever. Yeah, that's <laughs> He just likes saying... My, that's great knowledge. <laughs> that's the maths, yeah, well it? done to him. So anyway, uh, work it out. that's that's a, that's a future guest, Andy. It's, yeah. Unless he's available now. And Because uh, uh, we can't get through to the Sahara. <laughs> well, he'll probably be on in about two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Billy in Blackpool wrote to the Daily oh, Star. Oh, Yeah. He Who's said, he? I don't know. Some bloke that wrote to the Daily Star. He okay. said... Can it's you? a shame he can't get himself a bit more notoriety than just Billy from Blackpool wrote the Daily Star, is it? See, on national radio, he's never had a mention before, as far as I know. Has he? Uh, well, who knows? But can you print a, he says, can you print a picture of Carol Vorderman? Mm. She looked great in the paper last week. Yeah. Uh, and what they did was print exactly the same photo of Carol Vorderman that they printed last week. You think... Probably not what I'm, he I'm wa- guessing if, probably not what he wanted. I'm guessing Billy from Blackpool cut the last one out, don't you? <laughs> I did. I'm guessing he's got that in it. He's got I always that, think when people he's are, got that in his Carol Vorderman oh, room. They all say that oh such and such is looking lovely. Can you f- sort of you know yeah. uh, post a can you put, print a Google picture? Google images, that's what yeah, you're exactly. looking for. Just why, you know why not? Just, yeah. Happy to oblige Billy. That's what they used to say, wasn't it? Yeah. In italics. Happy to oblige Billy. Here's here is Carol. <laughs> yeah. Marvellous. And uh, Colleen Rooney has uh, yeah. uh, laid down some rules. Well, this is according to our old mates at the Sun. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's I right. Well, she's laid, down the, she's laid down some ground rules for ground the future, rules. has she? Yeah. They sound sensible, actually. Yeah. Spend more time with the family at home. Yeah. I think that's absolutely right. Mm. Stop playing video games in another room. Well, I think that's, uh, that could be a bit, a bit, a bit of a well, scourge of a I, lot of professional I don't disagree with anything that Colleen's saying here. Good. Have more family dinners. You go, girlfriend. Is that what you're saying, Andy? <laughs> yeah, mum. Yeah. I'm in big virtue signalling mood today. You are, I can tell. Have more family dinners to help them connect. Spend more time together as a couple and grow up. Oh, OK. Well, the last one's a, a well, bit on the nose, isn't it? Well, that's Colleen's but the, uh, alleged. Uh, a leading Premier League, uh, highly paid Premier League top international star. I, who did mm. we met? Somebody who knew his girlfriend. Again, I'm going to spare his blushes. But uh, her line was, he comes home from training and then spends the next 10 hours on the PlayStation. It's and then good, he goes no. to bed. That's bad for you, isn't it? <laughs> that's it. <laughs> well, and then he good. gets up and he goes training and he plays the matches. And that that's the... Uh, I don't know. She'll have to have the Colleen Rooney conversation <laughs> at one point, <laughs> I would imagine. It's, you know. Because they're not not—they're just not talking to each other. They, he yeah. plays all... That's not healthy, isn't it? We not talked about healthy, this last no. week. No, Fortnite causing all these problems in the Red Sox uh, locker room, the yeah, Boston no, Red no, Sox. No. Absolutely. Starting to ban games. One guy said, my biggest... Who was it? The Celtics coach. He mm. said, what was it about Boston and computer games? The weather's bad at this time of year. <laughs> But yeah, the Celtics coaches. I think he said my biggest, um, my biggest foe at the moment is mm. Fortnite. Never, never, never mind. You know, never mind the, uh, all the other teams that we play against. No, it is. It's a problem. Yeah, you know. I'd like to see you're you quite a compulsive. I can imagine you oh, getting no, hooked on computer games, had, Andy. That would be bad. Yeah, it would. It wouldn't be a great. I haven't got it? time. To okay, do that. fair enough. Well, yeah. you're too busy uh, trolling people on Twitter, aren't you? Really? <laughs> not to at be all, actually. Of course yeah, you're not. Of course. No, I'm too unfair. busy watching football and. Trying to keep the marriage together, you know, trying to keep, yeah, by, well, you know, yeah. like everybody, trying to keep the family, trying to keep everybody happy, including myself. Yeah, we okay. all share well, that. I think, I think we all do, Andy. Yes, absolutely. Universal, yeah. quite a profound thing we've well, said. Was, really. Thank, Thank you very, very much, much. for it. Yeah. Uh, I didn't do this story last week, and I've, I see it says own. Oh, it's Billy from Blackpool, isn't it? No, it's cafe owner Craig Lynch. Oh yeah, has combi- combined. Combined. <laughs> combined. What's he done? He's combined two fans' favourites in one 
gut-busting snack. Okay, yeah. Now all I've got to do is find the piece that goes with that. That's a great build-up, Andy. I'm intrigued enough to find <laughs> so, out what it is. So am I, but... Is I... it a pie? Let's think. I don't know what it is. Is it a pie? If it's fans' favourites, it'd be a pie. Yeah, pie. Is it a pizza pie? Is it, uh, is it pe- pizza in a pie? Uh, is it a pizza a covered in short crust pastry? <laughs> guessing what I look. Is it? Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to guess. It's a, definitely a pie. So what else would it be? I look at the producer. Pajee's not listening. Well, He's trying to get pasty. through the Sahara Desert. <laughs> I think that. I think that ship has <laughs> sailed, mate. <laughs> that particular camel was passed on. Um, um, yes. Have I found it yet? No. This is great radio, isn't oh, it? Andy sets up a story and then can't find the rest of it. <laughs> Work on the basis that this uh, thing he set up is a pizza inside a pie. You reckon it is? Yeah, I, I'm just guessing. I, I think it could be, but I can't find it now. OK, well, that, that worked really well. <laughs> oh, yeah, I found it. Oh, yeah, good, yeah, I found right, it. Yeah. yeah, that's great. It's it? uh, cafe, cafe owner Craig Lynch has combined two football fans' favourites in one gut-busting delight. Yeah. It's the cheesy chip pie. Oh, blimey. Filled with chips, cheese and gravy, Craig has created his delicacy at the Hidden Gem Cafe to celebrate Sunderland reaching the final uh, against Portsmouth, Luke Moore's team, yeah. at the Checker Trade Trophy. Nice. OK, so now so we know, go. Andy. Thank you for finding that. A yeah. uh, number of people got it right. Youngest England hat-trick scorer in our Just Eat Takeaway teaser, including JPC and Ken and others. Well done, folks. It is uh, 30-year-old Theo Walcott. Yes, I would have got that if I hadn't been searching for Craig Lynch's cheesy chip pie. Yeah. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. We return tomorrow from one of Tim Vickery among our guests and Steve Sullivan as well. <laughs> So, um, have a great evening, and uh, we will uh, catch up with you tomorrow. (laughs) You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.